Christmas and welcome back to Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. Ho ho ho! Is that Luca Claus? <laughs> ho ho ho! You know you got to show up on Christmas morning and show Claus. <laughs> He'd be a great Santa Claus. I just realized that. Luca Brasi. Yeah, he's oh, got the man. build for it, right? <laughs> he does have the build for it. I'll give him that. <laughs> Especially with the purple face and the tongue sticking out of his mouth. Uh, my name is Alex Robinson, and I'm Andy Robinson, and you're listening to the Godfather, Godfather Minutes. This is the podcast where we go through the entire movie, The Godfather, mm-hmm. one minute at a time, and uh, make dumb jokes about it, and they give you some behind the scenes and behind the book information. It's true. I agree. Uh, we are talking today. We are talking about Minuto Numero Quantra. Quaranta. Quaranta. Cinque. Cinque. Quaranta. I love the the number five in Italian. It's awesome. Quaranta. Quaranta. Cinque. Cinque. Minuto Uh numero. Quaranta. Quaranta. Cinque. Cinque. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. Cinque. It sounds very uh, like Hadiz. I was saying. I have a friend, an Italian American friend, who um, had a daughter. And mm-hmm. very early on, I said, How do you say give me five? Because we were doing like high fives and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said, Oh, dame cinque. Dame cinque. <laughs> so it's an American version, an Italian version of an American thing. Because I don't think you actually say, I don't think in Italy they say, dame cinque. So it's a literal translation yes. of give Lit- me five things. Yes, literally. Not, not, not like <laughs> give me some skin or. High five, yeah. not like that. Although it makes me wonder in other countries, what literally do they say? Yeah. You know the Norwegian one's going to be really strange. Yeah, it's Like flat true. fish or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that. Or it's, <laughs> no, no insult to Norway or They're fine, hardworking people. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the Godfather minute. Minute uh, 40. Cinque. Excellent. Woo. Nice job. If I can, if I sneak up on it, then I, then it works. Uh, yeah. So minute 45 starts off with, uh, our old friend Luca Brazzi mm-hmm. slumping down in a <laughs> poo filled. <heap. laughs> oh, oh. oh my gosh. Not only did his sphincter empty, but then he lands in it. Oh, oh. do you think they had a tarp on the ground at least or something? In preparation for this moment, because they know he was out eating dinner, probably at Patsy's. They probably had been tracking his movements. They knew his routines. Yeah. So they did say, didn't we establish this was like four o'clock in the morning or something? Yes. So uh, I guess they had enough time. I guess Paulie had time to clean it up in the morning oh. before the before the next two. <laughs> you, know, you come in, you're the day shift. You're like, what the hell happened here last night? <laughs> the bo- party you guys the body is there too? No, no, the body's gone. It's just still all think, smeared all over the I think the body is there and it's still, his hand is on the bar with the knife in it. <laughs> or I was going to say the body's gone and you see a big shit smear slowly oh. slid them all down into oh. the doorway. Oh, man. Oh, gross. Uh, nothing, nothing that destroys the reputation of a bar and a fine eating establishment more than someone dying and falling in their own poop. 
Hmm. I think if I'm if I was Luca Brazzi, actually, I, I guess in any, I was gonna say if I'm Luca Brazzi, I would wear a diaper when I went out on any mission. Really? Yeah. So that way, if I did poop myself, it's not as embarrassing. But, but then you, I guess they find you that you were wearing a diaper, which <laughs> even more, it could be even more embarrassing. So yeah, I guess scratch the diaper idea. <laughs> well, look at this freak. He's wearing a diaper. And Polly's like, oh, yeah, good thing he's wearing a diaper. I gotta clean this up. <laughs> it's a Sicilian tradition. <laughs> He wasn't no stupid jerk. Yeah, I guess going with my thing about I would just make sure I hadn't eaten in, in yeah. you know, like <laughs> 10 hours before I was killed. But isn't, isn't that all the time? You <laughs> always think you're going to be killed if you're someone like It's Luka like when Brazzi. you go to the doctor the next morning, like, don't eat after midnight. And, uh, <laughs> oh, it's the irony. If you're a mobster, you always think you're going to be get, getting killed. So you, you rarely eat. But then you become all thin and then you're no longer a threatening mobster. So oh, you lose it's a work. Catch to catch oh, too. It just doesn't work. Um, so anything about Luca? Yeah, I do want to, I forgot to mention this during the last minute in the book, right after we, right after we learn that Luca dies, his, the contents of his body spill out. Do you want me to read that part again? <laughs> sure. Yes. Okay. Slowly. All right. Uh, Tatalia, I do want to read part of it. Tatalia and Salazzo held his hands easily now, and they stood there curiously childlike. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Okay. What does that What does that mean? I didn't get that impression watching the movie. I guess you're so distracted by Luca's actual death. I guess I would take it as meaning like they're just sitting there watching him with a kind of like not like oh my god someone's getting murdered, but just almost like a like a like a distance from it it's where, like a new experience like yeah, a child is exactly, seeing something yeah. for the first time yeah or you're like oh i've never seen this before yeah so it's <laughs> a funny detail though <laughs> i'll skip the part about the sphincter uh he was dead puzzo writes i don't want him found salazzo oh. said mm. it's important that he not be found right now he turned on his heel and left, disappearing back into the shadows. Mm. When I read that, Alex, I wasn't sure how to interpret that. Why did Salazzo not want Luca Brazzi found? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Oh, because because they don't want to tip off the Don that right that if, he's if, aware of it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Because this it, happens before the assassination attempt on attempt on Don Corleone. Yeah, although I wonder, right. I wonder how is it the day before? You know, the timing in the book is wacky. Puto writes it out of order. Mm, yeah, you can do so, that. So, yeah, because the movie, the movie makes it seem like they're happening like almost simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but if they're if if indeed uh, Luca was killed at four a.m., that would not match up with the uh, yeah with the uh, scene of the Don getting killed. Yeah. Hmm. So it's sometime beforehand. So that's why he doesn't want. I answered my. I asked. I answered. He doesn't want him found because he doesn't want the Don to know that they're after him too. Mm-hmm. Anything else about? No, Luca Brazzi. No, he's dead. Uh, we will miss him. Goodbye, funny man. Our first fatality. Mm-hmm. You always remember your first uh, first fatality. <laughs> so the scene changes. Yes, yeah, so we cut to. Uh, Tom Hagen Esquire, mm-hmm. he's doing some Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. uh, much like Kay and uh, Michael were, mm-hmm. and he gets picked up by the Turk, mm-hmm. who, who bumps into him in the street. They are outside of Polk's Hobby Shop, Polk's Hobby Shop, mm. which was a real uh, hobby shop uh, really? on, on 31st Street and 5th Avenue. Hmm. 
We should totally go see it on our on our tour, but unfortunately, it closed down in 2013. We just missed it. Oh, really? So it was a real store. It was a real real mm. hobby store. Yeah. So they had hobby shops in 2013. Seems real dated from a different era. Hobby shop. Well, it's funny because when I went to look up the Polk's um, hobby shop, I uh, the first thing that came up was a uh, a model train message board. Oh yeah, where people who build model train oh, sets cool. and someone's like, oh, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I have to announce that Polk's Crafts as oh. as a uh, you know Polk's hobby store has gone under. Mm. People were like, oh, let's they had a great selection of HO tracks and all yeah, these different uh, yeah. train things. And oh, someone boy. said, I heard they're gonna, I heard they're gonna keep the train part open, like they're gonna open a store that's just trains. And the person was like, no, actually, the trains were like the worst selling. Oh. Their model trains were the worst selling thing they had. Oh, probably that's too is bad. so. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, What's the difference between a hobby shop and a toy store? I guess hobby shops are for toy stores, I guess, are just for kids. Mm-hmm. Whereas hobby shops are probably more for mm-hmm. adult hobbyists mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I think especially in this day and age, the, that kind of line is kind of blurred a lot. Because, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think there are hobby shops anymore, are there? I think there are still some. Yeah. Uh, but well, yeah, like model train, plate, model train things. Yeah. Um, but why wouldn't they just call that a, a train store? Or because I guess they sell. They might sell like model rockets, mm-hmm. all yeah. those other things. Basically, nerds are interested in. Yeah, uh, and I imagine the internet has probably destroyed mm-hmm. a lot of that. You know, people buy stuff yeah. on, on the on the internets. Do you do you consider podcasting mm-hmm. a hobby? Yes. Well, that I was going to ask if you have any hobbies. Do I have any hobbies? Yeah. Huh. For some reason, I think of hobbies as different from things you just like to do. But I guess they are the same thing. I guess it seems like it should be at least something you do more consistently. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my hobby is uh, I go hiking. So yeah. I go hiking every weekend or I go, you know, whatever I yeah. can. As opposed yeah. to just, hey, this is just something I do every once in a while. Yeah. It's a fine line, I guess. But yeah. uh, I guess I would say not making music, but I'm I, I'm obsessively always going over my iTunes and obsessively. Mm-hmm. I guess I obsessively like collect music mm. so mm-hmm. it's uh, one of your hobbies yeah i'd say that's my hobby yeah i probably spend way more brain power much more brain power about it than i should so the itunes store is your hobby shop <laughs> yeah from a certain point of view <laughs> yeah what about you would you say you have any hobbies i do well i'm a musician mm-hmm. I, I don't know if i consider that a hobby i guess i i guess it is a hobby i i enjoy writing music performing music mm-hmm. and i do it more or less consistently I think it's a hobby. I guess for a lot of I do of make things, a little money doing it. Yeah. So I guess I mean, that's does a, that make it not a hobby? That's always the problem with artistic people is at what point do you say, oh, you don't say, oh, I'm a musician yeah. right now. I'm working, you know, I'm, my job is I'm working for a school, but my, I really mm-hmm. am a musician versus, oh, I'm a school person and my hobby yeah. is doing music. I know. As soon as you say hobby, the dream is over. Yeah. As soon yeah. As you, I, but I really don't consider it a hobby. I can, I'm yeah. a musician. Yeah. Well, as anyone who has listened to our show knows mm-hmm. by now, you are a... Uh, but hobbies. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll take one up for the... And then we'll talk about it on bonus content. Are there any hobbies <laughs> that you thought about bringing up? That you thought about uh, doing? Oh, there's so many like interests. Things that interests you that... Yeah, that there's so many. There's just not enough time. Yeah. There wasn't enough time, Alex. Tons <laughs> of things I'd like to do. I'd like to do more athletic things. You're, you're mm-hmm. outdoorsy type. Yeah. Yeah. You know, build model, put model, build yeah. model uh, boats and ships. And <laughs> I would bottles. if we had more time. I really would. There's <laughs> not much I wouldn't do. Yeah, life is fun. Life is great. Um, let's keep it that way. Yeah. 
So Tom Hayden comes out with his Christmas sled, uh-huh. old school sled. Mm, I want to correct you. That is not a sled. What is it? That is a uh, flexible flyer. Really? What's a flexible flyer? Flexible flyer is a, the, the brand name of that type ah. of sled. Uh, I looked it up and uh, the difference between a toboggan mm-hmm. and a gooseneck uh, I guess it is a sled. It's a flexible flyer sled as opposed to a gooseneck sled. Mm, what's a gooseneck sled? A gooseneck sled is like a flex- flexible flyer, but the things in the front like oh, cool. curl up. Mm, okay. So uh, the thing about the flexible flyer is you can. It's much more easy to steer. Oh, and it, does it just have the two steel? Yeah, runners, sort of runners on the side, and then it, the front runners turn. Oh, so wow. you can kind of. Do guide the, are those? effective at going down hills those old school looking sleds don't seem i think the problem is such a little surface area they dig in well the problem is you have to have um they said they're best on very firm mm. like icy snow okay, if you have like yeah. if you have snow where you can sink in it's not a good one because yeah. you'll just you'll just you'll just sink, sink down in. and you need so, more surface area yeah uh, that's when huh. you want to get a toboggan. Mm-hmm. The difference between a toboggan is does not have rails. Mm-hmm. If you're just laying on the, if you're you know right up against the ground, then you're sitting on a toboggan. You know, you know a lot about this. I think it sounds like this is one of your hobbies. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's <laughs> snow transportation. Oh, I used to love going. Uh, well, you probably do. do you have fond memories of going oh, uh, sledding. My gosh, yeah. Oh uh-huh. yeah. So much fun. Yeah. It's funny because yeah. when I look back at like the hills, that we were like, "Oh, there was such a giant hill we went down." Of course, naturally, when I look at it now, I'm like, "This is barely a like <laughs> one story climb." So well, they seem <laughs> like mountains. So we just moved a few months ago, and we had two toboggans mm-hmm. because there's snow here in Oregon, and when you're moving, you just want to get rid of junk. And I remember holding them, and I asked my wife, I said, "Should we throw these out or get rid of them?" I wanted to get rid of them because we hadn't used them in years. Yeah. She said, "Keep them." We kept them, and I'm glad we did. What is that? Um, because I want to go sledding. I want to go tobogganing. And you do live at the bottom of a hill that is a dead end. I know there are tons of awesome hills in this neighborhood. Yeah. So when, if and when it snows down here in the valley, all right, we will yeah. go go tobogganing. I like it. Yeah. Um. So Hagen bought that, I'm guessing, for one of his children? Yeah, although who knows? Maybe it was for... Uh, it was for him. He's one of his hobbyists. Hobbyist. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? I, mean, I, I imagine he... Do you think he's put in charge of um, buying toys for other... Uh, like, does the Don say, oh, but buy, buy the kids some toys? Well, Michael later has Tom Hagen buy... Right. His son. Yeah. Something. He did one of those electric cars. Oh, he's always buying little vehicles. <laughs> so do you think this, do you th- I guess these, we don't know if those toys were for, do we, does Tom have children at this point? I don't know. He's married. Definitely. Hmm, I'd have to check the book again. Yeah. Let's, I'm, let's I'm ask guess- and answer that. Yeah. I'm guessing Tom has children. Yeah. We asked, we will answer. Does right. Tom Hagen have children? That will be in the bonus. Episode tonight, and also in the bonus, I think we talked about we were we were going to talk about the Godfather money. Godfather Godfather money. money. That's right. Who would be on the bills and so on? Uh, Let's remember to do that. This what would the denominations be? What would the who'd be the honey? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll talk about that in the bonus content. So, um, flexible flyers. Mm -hmm. They're now made in China, of course. Mm. China. Yeah. Do they have snow in China? Or, or do they yeah. make all those flexible flyers for export? 
I think probably mostly for export, but they do have snow in China. They do have snow. Like yeah. up in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Northern China, Today, probably. All that. Yeah. Um, here's another little detail about this uh, scene. Mm-hmm. It's filmed outside of the real Polk's um, hobby shop. Mm-hmm. And it was so loud that all the dialogue in this scene is dubbed in. All of it. So they did a good job. It was not at all obvious no, the way no, it was no. some, with some other. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Marlon Brando is usually the most obviously <laughs> dubbed. Fredo, <laughs> too. And we're going to talk about it this minute. In just yeah, a few say, seconds, this, it's very clear it's over the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure, Pop. Um, sure, Pop. <laughs> uh, so the Turk has a great line in this one that uh-huh. I think is useful. Or he says, oh, you know, uh, if I uh, if I wanted to, wanted to kill you, you'd be dead already. Yeah. Which is a great, uh, That's a great. great line. I use that in my daily life as much as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a great one. Yeah. Uh, do you think he means he would have gunned him down in the or stabbed him in the street? Or just some at some point he would have killed him if yeah. he'd already wanted to. Yeah, I so, think. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's clear about it. But probably he probably would have used a knife. You think so? Yeah, and Hagen knew that because Hagen had seen Salazzo's resume. Hmm. Maybe the reason the Turk stabbed him in the hand, Luca, was so there'd be some evidence that this was the Turks mm. doing and not like because he didn't die from the knife wound; he got garroted to death. So maybe yeah. the Turks like, well, I got to show, I got to. Yeah, I got a main reputation to maintain. Maybe like afterwards, he like stabbed the body oh, like twenty yeah. times, so it looked like he died from that. That's true because if you want the next crime family, if you want your knife skills to be on your resume for the next crime family proposition, mm-hmm. you need to keep up yeah. using the knife. You so gotta, people say, "Well, he's." They say he's good with a knife. Yeah, as opposed to like you're you're applying for the job, and it's like it says you're good with a knife, but. Your last three murders, none of them were done with knives. You want to yeah. explain why that is? <laughs> well, gee, I, uh, I was uh, changing careers. I was going in a different direction. And uh, <laughs> so lots of interviewing for a regular job. <laughs> um, yeah, so then the, the Turk has him, uh, mm. brings him in the car. Yeah, and at first Tom doesn't want to go. Yeah. because He's like, oh, I don't have time. Yeah. He's like, make time, consigliere. Alex, would you have gone with the Turk? Well, I was just going to say that I'd always heard that when someone is coercing you to get in the car, that you should never get in the car. It's, I heard that too. Because you, your odds of you surviving drop like tremendously yeah. because, you know. They want you to get in the car because they plan on killing you yeah. at some point. I mean, because I guess what would if, if let's just say Tom had been like, no, no, you know, what, I'm not getting in the car. It wouldn't have made sense for him to kill him because he knew that Hagen was smart enough to know that the deal was good. Right. So he needed Hagen to convince Sonny. Yeah. Because if if he killed Hagen, that would totally defeat the purpose. Yeah. But maybe, then, maybe then he would kill Sonny. Well, Salazzo's... Yeah, so Salazzo's plan B would have been kill the Godfather, Sonny would have been crazy, then try to get to Hagen and say, hey... Yeah, that's, get, kind, of, that's kind of what they did, right? Yeah, but if they... If he didn't get the message to Hagen now to yeah. get him to try to make the deal, then just after they killed the Godfather, they would have gotten the message to him. Yeah, although if they killed the Godfather, then chances are Tom Hagen would not be out like yeah. in civilian. You know, yeah. He have bodyguards, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. so he has to do. It, it was bef- a good plan. Salazzo had a great plan. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great except for the fact that it didn't work. But <laughs> uh, that was just bad luck. Yeah. Six shots and you're still alive. Um, so you, so would you have gone with Salato? 
I mean, if I was a movie character, no, but in real life, I'm sure I would just be like, okay, just don't hurt me. <laughs> and they would get in the car and like buried alive somewhere. But Hagen had that flexible flyer with those steel riders oh, yeah. on the side. Totally got a cross check. Turns into like an action room. movie where he's like, <laughs> doing all like killing, hitting people with a sled. Hagen runs back into the hobby shop and they're chasing <laughs> each other around the model trains. Although I do like the idea that Tom's like, no, I don't have time. He just keeps walking and then like yeah. they keep trying to do it at different places and Tom never gets in the car with him so they're like wait when's he going to get in the car <laughs> he goes down to the subway all of a sudden one of the subway tellers is like oh, Mr. Hagen please go back upstairs and get in the car Slots says all these, all these agents oh, I thought you were going to say, he, you say he's in one of the subway cars and Slots was like hey come on in Tom and he's like, oh, oh. he's going showing up in like elevators like popping up in different places like the 14th street the subway stopped the doors open Slots is there all tired because he had been running outside <laughs> to keep us. Hagen, please, please, come on. There's a good Chinese restaurant upstairs. Come, come talk Whoa, to him. Wake him up. <laughs> Doors closed. Boom, boom. <laughs> uh, Center Street, Brooklyn next. Lots of, oh, no. Express train. <laughs> so there is an interesting point about this in the book. Alex, you know the, the book that I'm reading? The Godfather by Mario Puzo? Mm-hmm. Is slightly different than the movie. The book is slightly different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. You need to do a different theme song that for things that are slightly different than the movie. Can I just insert it in there? Yeah, totally. The book is slightly different than the movie. So Puzo writes on page 76, outside the building, uh, let me make sure I got it. Oh, in the book, interestingly, Puzo wrote that Hagen was walking toward Macy's and he, and he names Macy's. Huh. Is there an issue naming companies in books? I mean, Paramount is, is sort of too, too faced in this. They're very protective of their logos, the brands, but yet they just throw out an internationally known department store. That's a good question. I wonder about that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you, hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking maybe if you, you have to get permission and if it's not used in a negative way. Yeah. Like I, I think if you had him, like if you had Luca Brasi eat a bowl of Wheaties and then be like, oh, that was terrible. Oh, <laughs> shit in my drawers for those Wheaties. <laughs> like I'm sure then the General Mills would object to that. So uh, Bruno, Bruno gives him a bowl of Wheaties. Wheaties. Yeah. Pre-war. Pre-war. <laughs> Pre-Olympics. <laughs> Pre-Munich. Puzo writes, Outside the building, Hagen walked briskly downtown toward Macy's. Hmm. Someone stepped in his way. To his surprise, he saw it was Salazzo. Salazzo took him by the arm and said quietly, Don't be frightened. I just want to talk to you. A car parked at the curb suddenly had its door open. Salazzo said urgently, Get in. I want to talk to you. Hagen pulled his arm loose. He was still not alarmed, just irritated. Hmm. I haven't got time, he said. At that moment, two men came up behind him. Hagen felt a sudden weakness in his legs. Salazzo said softly, get in the car. Softly, he said. (laughs) Get in the car. Get in the car. If I wanted to kill you, you'd be dead now. Trust me. Without a shred of trust, Hagen got into the car. 
<laughs> so it's interesting that he wasn't alarmed at first when the Turk showed up. Yeah, and even when he grabbed his arm, he was just irritated. Yeah. He's out of time. Very different than the portrayal in the movie. I guess because he, Tom right? assumes, like, well, I'm really, like, no one would hurt me. There would be no purpose in hurting me. Like, yeah. you just give, incur the wrath of the Don, and yeah. the Turk wouldn't get his deal, and so there's no. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, well, who knows? I, Do you think it's possible that like all throughout the day, like all sorts of people are coming in and pitching ideas? So the Turk is just one of a number of failed. Uh, like some guy comes in with like you know his suitcase full of brushes and and like trying to pitch. You know what I mean? So yeah. he doesn't even recognize the Turk. He's just like, no, are you the guy who has the scheme about uh, the? <laughs> The, Wait, uh, were you the guy who the Amway guy? Or are, you, are you the mortuary guy who asked for a favor? <laughs> like, oh, Mr. Bonacera, I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> That's why Salas is totally insulted and, and then goes to kill the dies. Hey, your conciliary thought I was a mere uh, corpse valet. Corpse valet. <laughs> he kind of looks like him without a mustache. Or does Bonacera? Yeah, Bonacera has a mustache. Yeah, Bonacera is bald too. <laughs> yeah, <a> slight detail. <laughs> They're both swarthy though. Yeah, yeah it still counts. It still counts. <laughs> So it made me wonder makes has, me wonder in this story yes. does does has anyone ever killed a conciliary? Deliberately killed one. Has there ever been reason for a conciliary to worry about his or her own life? <laughs> or her. You really think there are any lady conciliaries? <laughs> Probably not. Um Although people are as people say that in uh in Godfather Three that uh Connie is almost like the concierge mm, yeah. or like the, so I'm going to say yes, just because it seems like in all the mafia wars at one point, a concierge would have been. Killed. Do you think Janko ever was threatened or had any yes. near death experience? Yes. Mm. I think he had a near death experience and he was saved by Don Corleone. And that's mm. why he's like, tell death to run away. You'll oh, die yeah. deathly afraid of you. Very super, those mustache peats are very superstitious. <laughs> yeah. Especially if Jenko was with the Don from the early days, mm-hmm. there had to have been some scuffles and yeah, you know, when, especially when they were a much smaller operation. Yeah. You know, do you think there was more violence earlier on? Yes. Or yeah, right. Yeah, because everyone's fighting to for their place at the table. Once you're at the table, you want as little violence as possible because you're, yeah, you know, you're you're kind of you want business to run smoothly. And probably when the five families came to peace and agreement about turf overall, there probably wasn't as much violence. It was it was prior to that when everyone was vying for power. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And that's why when like uh, Hyman Roth uh, when. I guess when the when Michael goes out west, that's when the other families start trying to take advantage, and yeah, and that's where the violence starts. Is yeah. where they're trying to like invade their their turf and stuff. Yeah, the Rosado brothers. Yeah, they're taken prisoner. They, they should have hit him hostage. He got the muscle. <laughs> the muscle. Uh, I but I bet if you went back and listened to every episode, we quote Frankie Five Angels every <laughs> single episode. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, speaking of which, we should get to the Don. Yeah, next seamlet. Yeah, the Don uh, uh, is going to buy. He tells Fredo, "I'm gonna go buy some fruit." Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. He said he tells Fredo, "I'm gonna buy some fruit." Yeah, and okay, okay, pop. And then <laughs> it's, all, it's so quiet and all overdubbed and stuff. Like, okay, pop. <laughs> and then uh, the Don goes to tell, and he goes to the fruit guy, and he tells the fruit guy, "Merry Christmas! I'm here. To, I want to buy some fruit." So twice in the space of fifteen seconds or so. 
the the Don makes a, they make a point of telling us he's buying fruit. Yeah. Like even though after that first one, we probably would have known that he was buying fruit. Like you only need one of those really to yeah to to. So they're clearly trying to call your attention to. I guess this is the whole oranges symbolizing death thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're calling attention to the fact that reminding you fruit fruit you know by yeah. saying it a lot so that you you get it in your. Uh, We're gonna have to ask Tony Consiglio if the, the significance of fruit and death. Yeah. Is that is it just in the Godfather movie or is this? Yeah, Sicilian good, superstition. That's a good question. I, yeah, I, I we'll, do we'll know. write it down for Tony. Um, but it is—it's clear that it's overdubbed. Yeah, that's this is, is the, definitely a lie, especially okay. when his back is to the camera. Yeah. I'm here to buy some fruit. <laughs> Me, Don Corleone. <laughs> okay, that. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas! I want some fruit over there. What is this? Give me three and that one. That's what the <laughs> script says. Do um, does the book have anything to say? What date this is actually happening on? Because mm. the, the fruit, the, he says Merry Christmas to the fruit guy. Oh, there's a lot of Christmas in this. Yeah, it almost feels Christmas like it's like Christmas I, Eve based on it the, the feels the like it because everybody's shopping and yeah. it's, you think back then people also procrastinated and waited until the night before. I think that's human nature. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recall it saying a particular day. I just remember just uh, rewinding a, a tiny bit when <laughs> this, is, this is really cool. I remember noticing when Salazzo and Hagen are outside the hobby shop. Mm hmm. And they're talking to each other. There's a tiny gap in between their faces while Hagen is considering whether he should get in the car or not. And there's a Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus dolls mm-hmm. in oh, the display, the just kind puppets. of spinning around yeah. right in between them. Yeah. I was wondering, it, was, it looked really cool because it was this sort of fast motion, yeah. but they were both very still. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if there was any significance mm. to that. Christmas being like a gift was this Salazzo's gift to Hagen saying hey this is an opportunity for you to get the Don to make the deal Mm. he didn't take it he didn't make it the first time but I'm giving you this gift of a second opportunity that's that's a good I like that interpretation or the fact that it's father Christmas Mm. it's like like basically saying Mm -hmm. like the Don is is there's the threat against him because yeah. he's the he's sort of Santa Claus of the mm-hmm. Godfather universe. Yeah. <laughs> ho ho ho! <laughs> get this kid, hey Polly, put this, get this kid Polly off my knees. He's a pain in his pants, <laughs> like a three year old Polly. <laughs> he's got all, he's all sniffly and. <laughs> Um, one little, uh, I'm sure people are already noticed this, but, um, in the background of the scene, you'll see a sun kissed, um, box. Oh yeah. That's right. And, um, as everyone knows, sun kissed did not start shipping their fruit in boxes until much later. Mm. So there would have been not in cardboard boxes. Continuity. So would not have been, Continuity. Yeah. So there would, there would not have been, uh, so I'm guessing that means either this fruit store was one of the early, like they got the. They got the prototypes, mm-hmm. or there's some kind of time travel fruit oh, delivery yeah. involved. <laughs> that like so a fruit person from the uh, Godfather Four should be them discovering a time machine, and you see, uh, oh my you gosh. see uh, Vincent with a, with a cardboard box full of uh, <laughs> of oranges. Wouldn't it be so awesome in some ways if there were no copyright? Everything was public oh, domain all the time. Awesome. You could just make Godfather movies. I would and, love that. Yeah. I've anyway. That's something yeah. I think is that this, uh, anyway, I'm going to start talking about the copyright and trademark laws. Basically uh-huh. that'll, it'll never happen because of, uh, there's too much money in them trademarks. Well, Pop. like Mickey Mouse and, and Superman were copyrighted around the same time. Oh yeah. And every time those two properties become close to being 
public domain, mm-hmm. they change the law and say, okay, it's going to go for another 20 years because wow. so that's why everything is going to be stuck in copyright forever. They just because have, they have the money because the, yeah, they don't can, like got the muscle. They, yeah, they wow. don't want that to go. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Public domain. Yeah. Yeah. Because believe me, I would love if like Star Wars was public domain. Yeah. Oh, I would totally be doing a Star Wasn't Wars. Wasn't it originally comic. 70 years? That was the length of time for something before. Well, I think originally it was like 20 years or something. Oh, it was wow. much shorter, but yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah. It'd <laughs> um, be cool to make a time traveling Godfather movie. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> so with the, I guess that opens up a whole other conversation of what would they specifically mm-hmm. be going back to. Yeah. So what would, if you did have to go to time travel to some point in Godfather, what, and if you, let's say you were in the future and you mm. wanted to change history, mm. where would you intervene? Would you tell the Don, take the Turks offer? Well, I mean, in the end, it's sort or would of. Or you just tell Sonny Lee, listen, when you go in this meeting, don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Sonny, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Boy, I mean, in the end, it all I mean, it kind of works out. Probably how it's supposed to work out. Or you could tell Michael, don't become the head of the family. But then, but then, what would have happened? The, the, the Corleone I mean, family would have been disbanded because there would have been no leadership. And then right. Tatali well, there would be one less mafia family in the yeah, world. Yeah, but the, the Tatalis would have gathered power, <laughs> and they would have had all the political pull. Right? Tatali is a pimp. <laughs> Horse. <laughs> He saves the horse for last. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, like, I don't know. I, I, it would be kind of fun to go back. Like tell tell go um, <laughs> tell Walt. Hey, you better take this deal, my friend. <laughs> when <laughs> Tom Hagen comes over, treat him with respect. <laughs> or I would say when Waltz was buying Khartoum, I'd be oh. like, I get a cheaper horse. Get a cheaper, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tell people it was eight million dollars, but get a cheaper horse. <laughs> yeah. or even go back further waltz you know what don't spend all the money on these dancing lessons acting lessons singing (laughs) lessons for that girl it's not gonna work out or go back to johnny fontaine and be like here listen just take good care of your voice don't perform so much you just (laughs) just in the short term you just have to be more you know attentive about it go back even further to johnny fontaine and say make sure you spend time with your family because in 15 years godfather's gonna ask you that yeah, all for that one moment. Totally. Yeah. I like what it. would you tell Kay? What would I tell Kay? Yeah, I would tell her. If never you could get to her while she's in college, uh, would you? What'd you say? I said I would say tell her never to ask me about my business. <laughs> <laughs> um, I maybe I would just say like avoid the lasagna at the at the <laughs> wedding. <laughs> tell Michael you didn't like the lasagna. Remember oh, he asked yeah, it. that's perfect. How's yeah. your lasagna? Kay? Yeah. Well, at some point in the future, someone's going to ask you if you want lasagna. Yeah. If you liked lasagna, say no. Like, what? But what do you even just like, say? Because you no. only have ten seconds to go back and interact oh, yeah. with people. Okay, say no. Are you like a ghost when you go? Yeah, because <laughs> you got to scare them. Into, oh, that's true. They'll yeah. think you're just some crazy guy. <laughs> I got a, I got a tricky one. This sounds really like bonus content, okay. but I'm going to ask you one more. Mm-hmm. If you wanted Fredo to live, what do you mean? If I wanted Fredo to live. <laughs> And you could go back for 10 seconds. Yeah. When would you go back and what would you do or what would you tell him? It's specifically, I have to do something with him. I can't like, oh, I, can't like I can't like uh, kill can Sonny and Michael ahead of time. So that Sonny. You is, could be of 10 seconds. I guess you could. Oh, if I, yeah, if I only have 10 seconds. But then um, Fredo's going to die. If Michael and Sonny, if you kill them, then the other families are going to eat uh, Fredo yeah. for breakfast. Hmm. 
Well, I guess in that case, I would tell Sonny not to go on the causeway. I would tell oh, because Sonny, Sonny would live. Yeah, Sonny would live, and then yeah. Fredo would not. I assume then Fredo would not be as resentful and would not conspire against the family. Because oh, because he, he was stepped. stepped over. Got it. Yeah. Oh, that's a like good. He was move. fine with Sonny taking over because yeah, Sonny's yeah. the oldest. Like yeah. that was. You but know. wasn't it inevitable that Sonny would do something stupid and get killed? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a good point. In that's that case, a, the Don should have been working harder at grooming uh, Fredo. Maybe at that <laughs> point he knew, like, if it comes down to Fredo, then the game's over. Yeah. So, like, you know, we'll try to get Michael in. If Michael doesn't want to do it, then that's it. Yeah, that's the then, end of, uh, then we'll have Clemenza yeah. and Tessio put them in the octagon, let them duke it out. I've just been watching a bunch of Arrested Development lately. Uh-huh. And it just occurred to me that Michael is the person trying to keep the family together in both, uh, in both stories. Oh, yeah, Michael. That's right. <laughs> Michael took over the family <laughs> business, even though Fredo was next in line. <laughs> oh, I was, now I want, to, I, want some, Ron I want someone to recut The Godfather as like in the style oh, of Arrested yeah. Development. <laughs> Do you think we can get Ron Howard to read it? So we could probably get a Ron Howard impersonator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that right. would be so funny. <laughs> All right, we'll work on that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, the Godfather goes and starts picking out some fruit, and the scene scene ends there. Yeah, it ends with the Don picking up some fruit. Are um, we ready to rate this episode? Oh, we totally forgot to rank yesterday, we last did, week's I episode. Know. Oh my god! I know. Should we just rate? Let's retroactively do okay. that one. Episode forty-four. I'm just going to jump in. That's a five. The death of Luca Brazzi. Yeah, we'll say five. The five. death of five. Mm-hmm. The five. Although I almost want to take a point off now, knowing that he shit his drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't want to penalize a guy just because he loses control of his it's bowels when he's being garroted. Gross! It's just like, come on, <laughs> you don't see it. I guess that would be the one thing that would be, you know, they say that one thing is that when you know you're totally about to die, yeah, you feel totally at peace because mm-hmm. we're all in the back of our heads worrying about the time we're going to die. So when you're yeah. like, oh, that's for one second, I don't have to worry about when I'm going to die because oh it's my here. Gosh. So it's like a, I never thought of that. It's like a huge, like just for one momentary, yeah. you do not have to worry about it. I guess that would be kind of the, the pleasure of just being like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to poop my drawers. I don't even care anymore. Do you think that's why he pooped his drawers? I think it's more of a physical thing. But maybe not. Think, maybe he had that moment of clarity. Well, like, wow, this, 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 is, your, this is the first moment I do not have to think of being killed. I'm going to enjoy sitting in my pants. <laughs> this is what he says when he's in heaven. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe that's why he was so distracted and didn't accept the scotch and didn't shake his hand because he was like, oh, I really got to go to the bathroom. I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't have eaten sick of helping of calzones. At Patsy's. My favorite Italian restaurant on 48th Street. It's like, oh. <laughs> I think he started shitting before they even it's attacked him. Like it's like a defense him. mechanism. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't even think this is getting heavy, but I never even thought about how we are probably all thinking, wondering about when we are going to die. Well, we're all trying to avoid thinking about avoid it. Avoid thinking yeah. about it. Got it. So in the background, we're expending mental energy to keep something locked system. in this box yeah. that we're not looking at. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, so that's five stars for last week. I'm giving it five stars, yeah. What about this week? Let's see. Hagen gets kidnapped. Hagen gets kidnapped. And then... Uh, There's a little bit of... A tiny bit of uh, yeah, Marlon Brando. That's better, Fredo. I'm going to get some fruit. It's the only scene. It's the only scene where Fredo and... Uh, and the Don, the last time Fredo oh, and the yeah. Don interact. <laughs> oh, that's big. That's huge. <laughs> um, 
Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so that's it. I'm going to go give it um, three. I mean, the Salazzo Hagen interaction is kind of cool, but it's still sort of transition. Set up, yeah. Uh, I was going to give it three, but now I'm wondering why not two? Hmm. Because I guess if Marlon Brando automatically has yeah. a point to everything, it's more than a one star. I know. Scene. Are you saying that Brando, that the floor is three stars if Brando is in it at all? Well, no, no. If there was a scene where it was just Brando, if there was a scene that was really bad and then had mm-hmm. Marlon Brando in it, just in, you know. But will that, does that scene that exist? Could be, that could be two. Well, we'll see. We'll have to yeah. see what happens. Maybe in the hospital where he's. He's laid yeah, out. that might be one. That might be a time. Yeah. Those are cool. Though. Those are cool shots. All right. I'll give that one a four. Which one? The, the one who's in the hospital. Okay. <laughs> uh, Where he looks over at Fredo and he starts crying because Fredo saves his life. I can't believe you lived. <laughs> That's what I do in the time travel machine. I'd go back and tell Fredo, you got to be the one. To, you got to be the one to come save Pop. Go to the hospital. So, so then, although chances, oh, I thought you meant even before he got shot. Oh, yeah, to go and be yeah. ready with the gun. Yeah, or just say, you know what, kill the Turk. That's what I would say. I'd say kill the Turk, because that way as soon as the Turk showed up. Would you do it in Pop's voice so he's, it's more convincing? Kill the Turk, kill the Turk, kill the Turk. <laughs> it's like Son of Sam. <laughs> he becomes a serial killer. Kill Connie, kill Connie. <laughs> um, kill Barzini, kill Barzini. <laughs> No, talk to Barzini. Talk to Barzini. It's <laughs> all mixed up. No, 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 Michael. Right on. I would say. <laughs> oh, now I want to do like the uh, the um, Christmas Carol, but with Fredo seeing like both of Christmas past and the present. Oh and yeah, screw like screw the story. Yeah, like, like, yeah, oh, like I got a Christmas yeah, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> um, we or could I would... if the stuff were in the public domain. <sighs> I guess we could still do it and just call yeah. them something else, yeah. you know. Um. So the, the last Godfather Carol. No, I was going to say something else about uh, killing. Oh yeah, I would tell Fredo mm-hmm. to when you get to Las Vegas, build a statue of Mo Green because <laughs> he'll be he'll like totally love you. And Ivan Roth will like everyone will be like, oh, he's a good kid. <laughs> I, you I didn't ask who built the statue. Of. <laughs> it was me, Mo. <laughs> he doesn't even get credit for it. It was me. Stop flopping me around. <laughs> I thought you were say, when you get to Fredo, I got eight seconds left. When you get to when you get Fredo, I am your father. If there's a ghost from the coming back from the future, now I only have two seconds left. <laughs> now Fredo, Fredo, when you get to Vegas, kill Mo Green, kill Mo Green. <laughs> wow! And I love the idea of him explaining that of being like. They're like, yeah. Sonny, why'd you kill Fredo? Why did you kill Mo Green? <laughs> the ghost <laughs> of Pop told me to do it. <laughs> but he's oh, not dead. Great. Oh, that's so funny. There's a lot you could do with Fredo. You could have him, hey, when Johnny Ola approaches you, say no. Or that's when, you, when you're when you in Cuba, don't mention that you, Michael cannot know that you know Johnny Ola. <laughs> like, if you just do that, you're totally home free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or how about, hey, when they... Uh, when you're when Michael tells you that he joined the Marines, don't congratulate him. Oh, that's true. That's when Sonny starts to really <laughs> get all pissed off and play <laughs> All right, so uh, that totally could have been bonus material. Yes, but that's an example of the kind of kind of odds and ends items we talk about in the bonus material. So join yeah. us. 
Uh, how, do, how do people sign up for the bonus material, Alex? Godfatherminute.com. Mm-hmm. And then you do a slash support. S-U-P-P-O-R-T. Mm-hmm. Don't forget PP. Mm-hmm. PP in the middle. That's how you remember. And I believe on today's bonus content, we are going to talk about money. Money. Godfather it changes money. everything. <laughs> Cash. All right. So we'll do that. Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, the rest of you will be back next week with another Godfather Minute. And until then, leave, leave the, the gun, gun and take, take the, the cannoli. cannoli.